Going Down to South Park is proudly brought to you by the Four Finger Discount Network. What are you talking about, Chef? Zombies, children. South Park is overrun with the living dead. Haven't you noticed anything strange lately? Well, not really, except that Kenny keeps eating people's brains. Don't you children see? Kenny's turned into a zombie, along with everyone else in town. Oh my god, that means if everyone is turned into zombies, then there won't be anyone to give us candy. <gasps> ah! Kick ass. Welcome to Going Down to South Park, the podcast where we have ourselves a time. I am Dando. I am Guy. Nice to be here. Back again in the 2-2. Talking about yes. South Park. It's, it's been a little while since we spoke about It has been a little South while, Park. but we we promise you listeners, going forward, we've got our schedule all set out. We said, you no, know, new year, new schedule. Uh, we promised this show bi-weekly. By gum, we're going to be coming out bi-weekly going forward. So. We are no longer bi-curious. We are bi-certain. No. Yes, 100%. So every second <laughs> week now, come on here. You're going to get your episode, your fill of going down to South Park, where this week... We are taking on the very first South Park Halloween special, Pink Eye. And I'm not going to lie, I completely forgot that this was a Halloween special. I was so excited when I saw that, saw that open. I was like, oh my, yes, Halloween episode. It's always great when you get spooky opening credits. It is, isn't it? I it's like, like oh, Halloween special. <laughs> yes, every because you know it's not... I know South Park, nothing's really canon because people die or whatnot. But mm. even when you watch a sitcom and stuff, like none of it's really canon because people get killed. Off. I remember when I was a kid, I used to love the Halloween episode of... Two guys are going to pizza place. I love that show. Okay. They used to do a really funny Halloween special every year. So whenever it was like you knew it was spooky, you're like, "All right, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be entertaining." <laughs> and this one certainly was. This was such a fun ride, don't you reckon? We may have a slight disagreement here, Dan. Really? I, thought, I thought this episode was fine, but it was also kind of a bit one note for mine. I mean, I'm, I'm as you know, I'm a sucker for horror and I'm a sucker for Halloween specials. And look, I. I thought it got off to a good start, but then it didn't really sort of, I don't know, do a whole lot with it. I mean, it did stuff, but I felt like, is that all there is? You know, can you kick it up at another gear, guys? I mean, I don't know. It may well be the case, as it is often the case when we're discussing episodes of South Park or The Simpsons or Seinfeld or whatever, that as we go through it, we go, wait a minute, that actually was pretty good. Oh, I enjoyed this more than I thought. So the experience of talking about Pink Eye may change my opinion on Pink Eye, but having just watched it just recently, I'm like, mm, yeah, that was okay. I mean, South Park, it's always pretty good for mine. Yeah, but there was a, a fair bit in this. I was like, hmm, okay. It's good. Seen better. See, I thoroughly, I thought this was really fun. I um, I did read that that Parker was, and, and Stone, they're both really disappointed with the end result. And they say this was the first episode oh. they created that they weren't happy with the finished product. They thought, in particular, the ending. They thought the ending of the episode just sort of, it just sort of came out of nowhere. It's just some hmm. sense that they wrote themselves into a hole and they were just like, oh, yeah, just kill the original zombie and that will fix everything. And they just sort of thought that they, I think just because they're such creative guys, yeah. they thought they could come up with something better than that, more out there, because that's sort of like the go-to, isn't it? You kill the original is, zam- yeah. zombie or the original vampire, and it's like, <laughs> you, you sort of expected more from South Park, but, and they, I guess they expected more of themselves. I guess. But- and so, 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 I will admit that there sort of felt a bit, uh, okay, that was a bit easy, but still I thought there was, a, there was enough laughs. I loved Cartman throughout this. It was so great. <laughs> he's, he's, he's at maximum Cartman all the way through this, yeah. just maximum offensiveness. Uh but I think the thing about Parker and Stone is, and I've said this about um, other episodes of the past, is that they tend to take the traditions and tropes and everything of whatever genre they're tackling and basically tell the story straight, but then just throw all their South Park 
into it. I mean, this is a basic um, undead running amok in a small town horror, um, horror story. It's just, you know, it's also got Cartman versus Hitler and then it's a, in a KKK outfit and a <laughs> chef turning into a sex-crazed Michael Jackson zombie and all this kind of business. But if you stripped all that away, it'd be like, oh, yeah, there's zombies running amok in a small town. That's scary. It even ends with the traditional hand out of the grave. Yeah, the old carry, the old, the old carry, carry one that yeah just <laughs> scares everyone. Still does to this day. So um, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't begrudge them. I can't be too mad at them. They're like, oh man, we we sort of dealing with all the old cliches. It's like eh, the cliches are kind of what's fun though. One thing they wanted to do was with this episode was show that Halloween is actually a fun holiday. And they, hmm. As Parker has said, quote, Halloween's a great thing. That was part of what we wanted to say. I think kind of having the, this kind of mythology is great that, you know, Halloween is a fun time for kids. You know, you go out and get candy. And I know there's a lot of people in Australia, because we're an Australian podcast, obviously, and they say, it's an American holiday. We don't want to do this. Don't want to do that. That's too Americanized. It's just fun. Fuck, let, them, let, let yeah. the kids dress up and go get some chocolates. Who cares? It's, you know, it's an American holiday, but God, it's a Celtic tradition, apparently. Mm. So, you know, I mean, I don't think- You it- celebrate Christmas, so why can't you celebrate Halloween? Yeah, I don't think there's any one nation that sort of holds the paper on, on Halloween. So, no. um, yeah, Australians, get with it. Celebrate Halloween yeah. a bit more. Um, but, yeah, they're absolutely right. I mean, so much about Christmas now when it's celebrated in pop culture, it's very much, it's a time for getting together and- you know, showing the people around you that you care. It's like, well, I don't know. I think it's a time for eating too much and giving each other gifts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but look, all that stuff about Christmas actually is very nice. It's very nice to be around the people you love and say, oh, you know what? I do love you. Whereas Halloween, yeah, it doesn't really come with any of that baggage. It's just like, let's dress in silly costumes and load up on uh, on lollies. And watch scary movies. And watch scary movies. That's dope. That's a that's a fantastic way to spend the year. uh, To spend a a, a certain time of the year, or whole year round, actually. Do you know that Worcestershire sauce wasn't the original result? That's not what they originally wanted. What they originally wanted was Diet Dr Pepper, and they could they could not get the permission to use the Dr Pepper name, so they went with the sauce. Um, But I think it worked out well because you got the British person on the phone. Yeah, you've got that gag about how no one can pronounce Worcestershire. Yeah. I just, yeah, I thought it was all, all it felt very South Park to use Worcestershire sauce. Mm. But uh, do you think Dr. Pepper would have been better? I think Worcestershire sauce works better because it appeals more to a, a more international audience. A bit. It's a bit more random as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. I used to love Worcestershire sauce. I, I used to have it on my steak all the time when I was a kid. My dad used to always have it. I've honestly don't think I've actually really tried. I may have tried it. But my dad used to always have it on his steak, yeah, or his fried rice. He loved Worcestershire ah. sauce on his fried rice as well. What? So in lieu of soy sauce, or oh, it's either one or the other. But he preferred Worcestershire. Okay, yeah, Worcestershire, well, that's Worcestershire, interesting. Yeah. Mm, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, th- I think you pronounce it Worcestershire. Worcestershire. No, you don't. It's Worcestershire. Okay, <laughs> Worcestershire. <laughs> This was also the first episode. You wouldn't know this by watching it on Netflix in Australia or anyway, but this was the first episode to have a cold open. So, it was kind of odd when you're watching it. And at the point where Kenny turns into a, a zombie and he walks off in the night and you hear the the howling and it's sort mm. of gloomy and then it fades to black. I'm pretty sure that must be where the cold open ended on the original broadcast. Okay. And then they played the Halloween-themed intro. Yeah. So, that's how it originally broadcast. Now, you just go straight to the intro. But yeah, I thought it was a bit of. I thought it was interesting why they were swapping it around now for um for syndication. It's odd. There you go. But yeah, I, I did like the opening a little. So it just sets it up straight away, doesn't it? It's really, really good. It was really good opening credits. I like yeah. those a lot. I mean, they, it, you tell they went to 
a great deal of it. It's like, oh, it's our first Halloween show. Let's yeah, yeah let's kick out the jams. <laughs> What was your favourite moment from Pink Eye? Mm, um, one thing I really enjoyed was when you went to Chef's Place mm-hmm. and you saw that there was a picture of classic vintage Isaac Hayes on the wall, yeah. like from the Hot Buttered Soul era when he was just like the coolest MF on earth. Um, and also that weird chair that he was sitting in, like a, like a throne of ladies or something. I didn't pay attention to the throne. There's a, yeah, it's, it I think you only get one quick shot of him. Like, that's a weird-ass kind of funky- Chair director uh, looks looks like it was made by H.R. Gigu, who designed the Alien. <laughs> so um, I don't know. It was I like that a bit a bit. Um, and the minute that the principal of the school said, "You can't be wearing that Hitler costume. Let's make you a spooky ghost." The minute, the minute you see a bunch of white sheets here, oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> see, as a kid, those jokes went straight over my head. I didn't. I mean, when I was, I would have been eight also when I first watched this, maybe mm-hmm. nine. I kind of knew, I knew Hitler was a bad guy. I didn't really know who Hitler was, though. But KKK was just, I had no idea what was going yeah. on. So I never understood. <laughs> why is Chef so afraid of ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> what did, what you, did you think of? What did you, well, you think of the, um, the Chef song? I didn't mind it. Yeah. It's not up there with um, salty chocolate balls or. No. I'm going to make love to your, your woman. woman. <laughs> the all time champion heavyweight. Uh, but no, pretty good. Not bad. I really enjoyed. Let me give you some uh, topical cream. <laughs> the doctor, the GP, just trying to just fob everything off like it's no big deal. Well, there's topical a little cream. bit of a Jimmy Stewart voice as well. I don't know. I'm assuming yeah. that's Parker doing because I think Parker's a bit of a man of many voices. But he's yes, sort of definitely oh, have, have some topical cream. Yeah. <laughs> I also just liked that the visual of when the kids were just walking through the streets as a trick or treating, and it's just carnage happening in the background, mm. and there is oblivious to it. I, I, there's, there's Cool little visual gags there, but there was one point where you see Ned and Jimbo. What's Jimbo's? Oh, Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo. I'm thinking, yeah. And Jimbo are on top of their of store with with guns shooting it. <laughs> but they're not actually in the episode. They're just that's that one time you see them. Oh, okay. episode where they're above their store just shooting. <laughs> so just little visual gags in the background now. The carnage I really enjoyed, and I just loved Cartman. Just the see how see how. God, it's just the worst. Such a such a horrible person. Okay, now let's try to get an answer from someone who's not a complete retard. All right, it's now time for some trivia for Pink Eye. Hmm. You kick off, Mr. Davis. Righto. Who is the cartoon character informing uh, Cartman that Hitler ain't cool? But it's a bear. It's not courtesy bear from The Simpsons, but no. it's certainly a bear. What is it? It's Puffy. Puffy the Puffy. bear. Uh, Puffy the bear. Okay. <laughs> Adolf Hitler is a naughty, naughty man. <laughs> naughty man. <laughs> Just the grin on Cartman's face. Yeah, exactly. My first question is, what body temperature were the zombies? Oh. Gary Ablett's number to the power of two. Oh, I was told there would be no maths. Um, <laughs> 10 degrees? Hang on, to the power of two. No, 20, 25 degrees. No, no, it's not, no, not to the power of two. Just two of that. Two of that number. 55 degrees? 55 degrees, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That would be Fahrenheit, by the way. Thank you very much. Who nearly infects Chef at Chef's house? Oh, Johnson. <laughs> yeah, here, Johnson. How are you doing, Johnson? <laughs> that was a good chef. Chef has some great lines, just like they <laughs> Get off my property. <laughs> What's it? You brain-eating zombie bastards. <laughs> my next question is, what is who is the author that Mr. Garrison was about to talk about? He's talking about Jackie Collins. Yes, Jackie Collins, indeed. <laughs> uh, the mayor and uh, Officer Bar Brady with a lot of money and no pants 
has nothing mm. to do with what? The Yakuza. Yes, <laughs> the Japanese mafia. The Japanese mafia, as they say. <laughs> what were they doing? How was the mafia involved with this? I don't know what was going on no. there. I couldn't work it out. <laughs> Let's just leave that to the uh, twisted minds of Parker and Stone, I think. <laughs> and my final question is, where did Wendy, or who did, they, who did she give the candy to? Oh, um, kids in Nairobi. Correct. Well yeah, done. that's... Are I you one insane? Qu- <laughs> <laughs> I have one last question for you. Okay, hit me. What is the number of the Worcestershire, Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce emergency hotline? Oh, you've stumped me, Mr. Davis. What is it? one 800 555 Nice jingle. Not bad, wasn't it? I just came up with that. <laughs> I should be on the Worcestershire sauce hotline myself. All right, that is trivia for Pink Eye. We're going to be right back after this short break with our in-depth review of the episode. If you're a fan of everything we do here at Four Finger Discount, you can show your support by joining the family at patreon.com slash fourfingerdiscount. Here you'll get ad-free early access to all of our shows, Zoom calls with Guy and myself, as well as bonus podcasts such as Tales of Futurama and Guy on Springfield, where we go back and revisit classic episodes from the first 10 seasons. So go ahead and join the family today at patreon.com slash fourfingerdiscount. The original air date for Pink Eye was October 29th, 1997, so almost spot on with Halloween. So I always love it when they air the specials close to Halloween. It's yes. really good. Simpsons now, apparently because they start a bit early, it's like two or three weeks before Halloween usually now. No. It's sort of it's a bit too early. I want Wrong. It to be, it's, yeah, it's supposed to be as close to Halloween as possible, but... Anyway, it was directed and written by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Also, a writing credit goes to Philip Stark as well. Hmm. This one. So, this was also the first episode that they wrote after the first run. So, they were given sort of the, the test run of six episodes. And if that went well, they're going to be offered more. And then they, they are, obviously, they, the six episodes went ballistic. They went crazy. So, they, they said, can you give us more episodes? And this was the first one of, in, as such. And yeah, as I was saying earlier, they were disappointed with the final result, but they, they said they were proven wrong because people loved it. Like, it just got yeah. a, a, great, <laughs> uh, a great response. And um, yeah, they're off to the races with this well, one. I think it's very South Park in that they are talking about pink eye. <laughs> to, to, the, to the extent they're actually calling the episode pink eye, it's not something you'd really have on any comedy. <laughs> Because no. it's, it's a pretty gross affliction or <laughs> illness or disorder to have. So apparently, though, the reason they use pink eye because when you're in th- when you're in third grade in in America, remember that time of your life, pink eye is just everywhere. Like apparently, everyone gets pink eye in America. Oh. <laughs> pink eye is pink eye a different thing in America to what it is here. Well, it's conjunctivitis, isn't it? Basically, yeah, but yeah, I don't swear like kids don't get conjunctivitis as crazy as well. They seem to think that using pink eye because we seem to get chicken pox a lot. I think like chicken yeah. pox is a big one here, so they just wanted to use the the pink eyes because that's like a third grade yeah. virus that seems to get around. It's <laughs> the, the popular one. Yeah, I just remember like when I was about, I think it was in my thirties, mm-hmm. and I got like yeah, really, really terrible conjunctivitis and not from the way that you normally get it, which is apparently you've got poo on your fingers and you rub your eyes or something. Is that I, actually true, though? I, I don't know. It could be an urban legend, but yeah, I- <laughs> I think it's just a myth, mate. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I still felt pretty embarrassed about the fact that I've got, I'm, a, I'm a grown man with conjunctivitis, but it was like really chronic to the point okay. where I was almost willing- I really just wanted to pull my eyes out of the sockets. They were so sore. Really? I actually went- so- I went to like the hospital. Wow, we I've had conjunctivitis a couple of times, and all it is is just sort of sticky stickiness. It's yeah, sort of like yeah. you know when you have sleep, but it's, but it's, it's like gooey sleep. Yeah, well, this this was just terrible. I mean, I had to get some kind of steroid treatment to sort of combat it for a while, and you have these eye drops that were sort of steroid enhanced for a bit. Oh, it, was, it was legitimately the worst, but I felt 
mean, why did you go to the hospital in the middle of the night, guy? Why are you wearing sunglasses at night? Yeah, I've got conjunctivitis. <laughs> get the pink hair. <laughs> pink eye just sounds so much worse. And it's, it's for some reason, maybe it's just the South Park fan. Whenever I hear pink eye, I hear Cartman saying it. So when, yeah. when you get pink eye, it's pink eye, pink eye. <laughs> it's, not, it's not just pink eye, it's pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, but very South Park to sort of um, yeah, make this a um, make this the disease. Yeah, the episode starts off with what space station, Mr. Davis? Oh, it's the Mir. Mm, correct. Yes. October 30th. And they, I, I do like it. Trey Parker doing other uh, <laughs> languages. Like it, it sounds hilarious, doesn't it? It does indeed. <laughs> I'll tell you what this reminded me of, and I'm I'm sort of quoting a lot of little tweets and social media bits recently. But I saw this the other day. Some astronaut smuggled like a gorilla suit into space with him because he was going to be stationed on the um, on the International Space Station. Didn't tell anyone. And then changed into it one day and just sort of was floating through the um, space station in a gorilla suit. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd seen in ages. Just all these what? Is, is there visuals of it? There is, yeah. Okay, I have to check this out. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. And that's what I was reminded of it with, you know, the guy rocks up to his um, fellow astronaut with the uh, with this creepy mask on. Shit goes down. I love the stool. Stool. <laughs> <laughs> And the space station lands on Kenny and kills him. So right out the gate, you kill Kenny, you bastard. Mm. Usually, yeah, usually later in the episode. So we know we're uh, playing a different ball game this time around. Yeah, exactly. And usually Kenny's death is just a passing gag. Where here was the, you know, the, the basis for the whole episode. The inciting incident. The ambulance arrives. They take away Kenny to the morgue. They leave the bodies of the Russians there in the space station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One other thing I liked was the body bag was just a bag. Yes, yeah. And the kids all discuss their Halloween costumes. Now they have to go home and get ready. So we're now at the morgue. Did you see the bird shit? Yeah. There's sort of, I feel like there's a few moments in this episode where they just sort of filled in time like that, where it's just like the bird would normally just be sitting there, but it's just, yeah. just shits. And it's like, okay, that's right. It's South Park. Yeah. <laughs> of, course, of course the bird shits. <laughs> and then they're, um, I love the line here. You know, I think death is least funny when it happens to a child. <laughs> just, it just makes you think, what, are, what kind of conversations do morticians get up to when they're slicing up bodies and chucking them in freezers? I'm, I'm always a fan of morticians in, mo- in movies and TV shows because they're usually, they've usually got like a pitch black sense of humour. Yep. Or they're usually- Very deadpan. Yeah. They, they're usually a real character. Yeah. Even on the TV shows like SBU and things like that. Yeah. They're either really funky and weird, like a goth chick or- some fat slobby dude who's like eating a Reuben sandwich while he's dis- dissecting someone, or you know they're just completely buttoned up and very sort of mm, death, the great equalizer, or something like that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's always it's always fun when you've got uh, a mortician or a mortuary person or a coroner on a uh, on a show. <laughs> Even to the point of this, where they're sort of, they're telling like necrophilia jokes a little. I know. Well, right. Sorry, we'll get to that. But uh, <laughs> we will get to that. But just before that, though, the I just love Worcestershire sauce. How it just makes everything taste so English. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it there, mixes with the embalming fluid, and Kenny is awoken. He wakes up. Mm. I love the sound here. I thought the the score of this episode was really fun. That's good as well. Yeah. Mm. So the, every time he wakes up, it's like do do do, and then um. <laughs> And then the necrophilia joke that you're saying. No, he says, if that ain't a cadaver. (laughs) (laughs) That's one other thing I always enjoy is like when a joke gets interrupted halfway through. 
Yes. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's kind of the best of both worlds because you don't have to come up with a whole gag. You don't, and you don't need a punchline because you, you know don't what need it's the going punchline. anyway. <laughs> but uh, it's always entertaining. It's like, oh, I wonder what the punchline of that joke was. It's, it's sometimes better though because it's just like if they said the punchline, it's kind of like, oh, that was a bit do- dirty. But yeah. if they leave it to you to, to go, oh, I know what that punchline would have been. Yeah, That's yeah. clever. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny then bites both of them. I thought the biting in this episode was very uh, graphic. Yeah. Mm. Not what you'd expect in, a, in an animated series, but just like there was one point where he's like, bites someone's scalp open and things. Gruesome. Yeah. But yeah, so he, he bites both the morticians and then walks off like a zombie. And this is where we yeah. get the fade to black. And I think that's where the uh, the cold open would have ended originally. Yes. It's a very cool visual of the shadows in the background and the the, the, how, the wolf howling and whatnot. Absolutely. But but you know that, um, oh, okay, a couple of people have been bit. Oh, it's a zombie story. It's a zombie yes. movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're now at the bus stop and Kyle is making fun of Stanford dressing up as Raggedy Andy. And he did so because Wendy said she was going to be Raggedy Ann, but she wasn't though. She was a cow. She fucked oh, him over, which you'll soon man. find out. <laughs> Kyle is Chewbacca and Cartman is Hitler. <laughs> and what a horrible kid. What a hor- yeah, I mean, you could tell even even with Stan's Raggedy Andy costumes, like, eh, this is a bit kind of he hasn't gone to a great deal of effort. He's gone to a bit of effort. You know, Kyle has just slept on a Chewbacca mask. Mm. Cartman's just gone all out. Yeah. Well, Cartman's mum, we should say, she's the one that made it. So she's just as bad as him. Yeah. <laughs> but the visual of Cartman dressed as Hitler is just fucking classic. <laughs> Cartman, what kind of costume is that? It's Adolf Hitler costume. Jig hat. Jig hat. Where'd you get that? My mom made it. Isn't it cool? No, it's not cool. What are you supposed to be, Stan? Howdy doody? No, I'm Raggedy Andy, fat ass. Oh, wow. You look pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick your ass, Kyle. Hey, look out. Holly Hobbies are pissed off. Kenny arrives, though, and they make fun of his costume, and they make fun of him being poor. That's another one of my favorite moments. Cartman making fun of him for being poor. <laughs> Just, so, like, I said this. You're poor, Kenny. Your family's poor. <laughs> <laughs> Just Kenny. doesn't trust him to get the insult. you just got to go completely blunt. <laughs> but what's great about it is that Cartman, he's like, he's, you know, he's the classic bully where he's getting no response, and then he cracks it. Like, he's, cause he's not getting that response, but even when, like, he wouldn't respond to him, they're, Achtung! Achtung! <laughs> <laughs> the bus then arrives, and we get, I don't know how long they keep this joke going, but Stan saying something under his breath to, yeah. to what's her name again? Sorry, I forget. Oh. Miss Crabtree, Miss Crabtree. Crabtree, yeah. Because right. I was about to say, it's like, it's like Krabappel, but it's not Krabappel. <laughs> well, I've got a friend called, whose last name is Crabtree, so I should know this. Yeah. <laughs> But Ms. Crabtree, yeah, and it, what, what, I think he says something along the lines of, we're always running like the ugly skank or something like that. Yes. I can't wait to own a fish tank. <laughs> we're now at the doctor's clinic, and they, the, the morticians say, or he tells them that they have pink eye. He's going to give them some topical medicine, but just make sure you don't, you don't, touch, don't touch your eyes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We're now at school, and everyone is dressed as Chewbacca. So Kyle feels like you know, his costume is ruined. Like Mr. Garrison is in the dress, but it's never acknowledged. I was amazed that he went to all that effort and didn't put on a wig. That's true, but do, do, they don't, you don't necessarily have to wear the wig. He just wants to wear the... Well, who was he dressing as, I wonder? It looks like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I guess it is Marilyn Monroe. True, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, but I just liked that he was he's willing to dress up, dress up as a dress, and it wasn't odd. It was just, okay, cool, Mr. Garrison's wearing a dress. Yeah, do what you... You do you, Mr. Garrison, but it, yeah. even funnier was the fact that Mr. Hat was Chewbacca. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy says that she realised how stupid they would have looked, which is why she didn't dress up as Raggedy Ann. And oh, I actually forgot to put some of my favourite moments, the bullies. The, I think the bullies are some of my favourite side characters in all of South Park. <laughs> You're almost pretty enough to, for me to kiss. Yes. Want to be my girlfriend? Oh, God. <laughs> 
they're just, these they're just wankers, but I love them. I think they're deeply, deeply closeted. Those two. I just the, just the, the the one that always goes. Walking up. It's good. Ah, love it. It's just so great. Cartman then thinks that his costume is badass. And we, oh, again, so there's so many moments in this that I forgot to put my favorite moments. I was laughing a lot. I just, uh, this is your classic Cartman esque kid response when he says, Go back to Endor. And Kyle says, <laughs> Wookiees don't live in Endor. Wookiees don't live in Endor. That's exactly <laughs> how you respond when yeah, you're a when, third grader. <laughs> <laughs> when you've been shown that your insult has no, holds no water rules. Me, me, me. That's so great. Oh, man, so, so funny. Anyway, so this is the first mention of Cartman's mum being on the cover of Crack Whore magazine as mm. well. Then Mr. Garrison is about to discuss Jackie Collins, but unfortunately, Kenny's arm falls off and distracts the class, <laughs> including Wendy. A new meaning to keep your arms and legs to yourself. <laughs> Cartman's mum is then putting up decorations and she's singing the most wonderful time of the year. So they really tried to combine that Christmas and Halloween have similar vibes in the sense that it's just a time to be happy and just have fun. Yeah, you know? decorate. Sort of Exactly, decorate. We've, we've <laughs> made it Nixon all the poster. way through this year. Let's let's liven things up a bit. Exactly, yeah. So, Richard Nixon poster on the door, I thought was a nice <laughs> little touch there. The zombies then walk past in the background. They start eating a guy. So, you think, okay, so it's happening now. The, the zombie yes. plague is, is, a, is upon on. us. <laughs> yep. We're in the school cafe and Cartman is taking Kenny's pudding because Kenny's just not speaking. He's not responding. Yes, Cartman, you can have that yeah. pudding. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a horrible person. But anyway, so Chef arrives dressed as Evil Knievel and Principal Victoria. They both point out that he cannot dress as Hitler. Eric, God bless it. What do you think you're doing? Hey, he said I could have his pudding. Ask him yourself. That's right, Principal Victoria. It's okay with me because Eric is key. Where did you get that costume, young man? My mom made it. Yig hi! Yig hi! Shh! God bless America. You get into my office before anyone else sees you. I have to show you an educational video. Yeah, I don't want to see an educational video. I love Principal Victoria's sort of exclamation. God bless America. Yes. <laughs> She's taken away. It's a bit, a bit sort of Flandersy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then Kenny bites Clyde's arm. So it's going to be going off at the school very, very shortly. Mm-hmm. He then watches the video. Adolf Hitler was a very, very naughty man. <laughs> like I, said, I think that's just- my favourite Parker voice of all. <laughs> news reporter, talking <laughs> like this. News reporter, yeah, news real voice, talking like this. That's yeah. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, look, Parker and Stone have given a lot to us in terms of, uh, you know, pop culture bounty, but my personal fact is just that voice. Because yes. I tend to use it all the time. <laughs> And like Terrence and Philip is that voice just more high pitched. It is. Hello, Philip. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> I don't think his bag of tricks is necessarily all that deep. It's no, just it variations matter, on a few things. I don't know if he was the one who says like, if you want to imitate Bill Clinton, you just do Elvis, but slightly, slightly oh, okay. lower or something, or slightly different. Don't you know, know, don't so, know. Yeah, I think he might have. Yeah, I think I was watching some documentary. It was like. Where he's talking about the voices, it's like, yeah, if you want to do Bill Clinton, you just got to do Elvis, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but news advice, I think it's just, yeah, fantastic. If I met Trey Parker, I don't think I'd even need to even ask him a question or say anything. I just want to give him a hug and just like, thanks, man. <laughs> like, thanks, man. <laughs> just, just a cuddle. Just, yeah, thanks, buddy. And also, you know, if you've got to spare two hundred and fifty k, because you've got so much money, how about you? Oh, I'm. He is. He has more than just a spare two fifty k. He probably has that in chump change now. Well, that's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to hit him up for too much. It's like if you got some chump change, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to give him a cuddle. You got any chump change? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to spare. You know, 
$250,000 in your pocket, you know, take it off your hands. But yeah, Cartman thinks the video is cool, doesn't he? He absolutely loves it. And as a result, she says, you know, you can't dress as that anymore. So she dresses him up as a ghost. Now, the nice touch of this is that obviously he's dressed up as the KKK member, but he doesn't realize this. No, he just thinks so he's innocent in that regard. Do they say ghost or do they say spooky ghost? Because that's one thing that I've always enjoyed about South Park. I think Randy sure. says it a lot. It's like, no, it was a spooky ghost. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure I have to go back and check it out. Yeah, <laughs> but you some, are right, though. Yeah, just anytime they say not just go, no, it was a spooky ghost. A spooky ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Anyway. Uh, so what comes up next? Oh, yeah, so they, the runners approach, uh, they come across the zombies. Uh, oh, it looks like they've got a touch of that, uh, that pink guy that's going around. They mm. eat them all. So you're right, though. It's sort of, it is kind of one note, isn't it? It's just, yeah. But zombie stories are kind of one note. Because, because it's the first one, it's okay, but you can't go back to this well. Once you've done it, you've done it. You know, you yeah. need to be more original next time. But we're now at the school, and Chef runs away from Cartman because obviously he's dressed as KKK. Man, Chef's really scared of ghosts. And then we get the <laughs> costume contest, and we get a star of family ties, Tina Yothers. God, they sunk the boots into Tina Yothers, that poor girl. They really did. The thing is, watching these early episodes of South Park, because the show is so topical, hmm. And I wouldn't necessarily say this is topical, but I feel like some of the references, particularly the celebrities, are just so dated now. Because yeah. now when you watch it, it's like, who the fuck is Tina? I know they say the star of Family Ties, but some people people will be watching this going, what the fuck's Family Ties? Ties, yeah. Yeah, so, so some, of the, some of the celebrities they make fun of, the jokes sort of fall a bit flat because they feel too out of touch and too mm. dated. But at the time, it would have made sense. Yeah, but that's just old father time sort of marching on and making fools of us all. I mean- There'll come a day when, you know, all your favourite Simpsons references won't make as much... There'll be a generation of kids going, eh, what? No, well, I was about to say, the, the response to that complaint would be, well, we're not making the show for an audience in 20 years' time. We're making it for now. Mm-hmm. Like, if people aren't watching it now, then we're yeah. not going to make any money. So we're making it for people who understand it now. Good point. <laughs> but she's there to be the judge of the costume contest, and she gives Kenny second prize for his con- costume of who? Oh, God. Edward James Olmos. Oh, that's, oh God, yeah. <laughs> and then Wendy wins, uh, even though she's just dresses up like everybody else, because Kyle had a new costume there yes. with, the, uh, with the soul system. And the worst costume goes to Stan for that stupid little clown thing. <laughs> Let's all point and laugh at him. <laughs> Mr. Gaston joins in. It's so great. Poor old Stan. Stan says he does not want to go trick-or-treating with Wendy anymore because she screwed him over when it came to the costumes. Then it's time to bob for apples. Yes, use, use your mouth. Use your mouth like girls in Beijing. Oh, God. I was like, oh my, it's a child. <laughs> but Clyde then attacks her because he was bitten by Kenny a few scenes earlier. Johnson then scares Chef at his front door and Chef gets inside and... Get out of here, Johnson. Sees the news report. The president responded to the incident. Screw the cummy bastards and screw their wussy space station. <laughs> then we get to a midget wearing a bikini. This is mm. like just South Park all over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, why did it need to be this? It didn't. Yeah, I think they stopped doing that after a while when they were doing news reports. It was, yeah, I think they started using just regular reporters or something, but for a while it was like, yes, a midget and bikini or something odd, something unusual, but I was like- I'm pretty sure this is the first time I've seen this. I'm pretty sure- See, maybe though, because this is the first one of the first episode of the new run. So maybe going forward, they will do this. I think. So. Well, I don't think it's the last time we see the midget in the bikini because, oh, okay. well, maybe it's in the movie because I just remember the news reader going, "Thanks, midget, great report." 
Okay. I don't remember that, but I'm sure we'll come across it very, very soon. And he's explaining how pink eye, the virus has gone crazy in, in South Park. And Chef knows it's not pink eye, it's something else. Cartman and Stan are then waiting for Kyle to arrive to go trick or treating. And another mention here of Cartman's mum being on the cover of Crack Whore magazine. They're going through all the stuff that they've got, including a taser, because Kyle, Kyle's arrived. And they've got a taser for the people who give us granola. <laughs> Kenny then uh, arrives. They say that he stinks, obviously, because he's, he's a zombie. He's dead. dead. Eh, too bad drinking scotch isn't a paying job, or else Kenny's dad would be a millionaire. I say your dad would be a millionaire. Get it? Kenny! Eh, family's poor, Kenny! Eh, family's poor! I don't like Kenny anymore. He just doesn't communicate. And Wendy arrives to apologize. And Stan doesn't want to hear, hear yeah. it at all, but she says she gave the, all the candy away, which outrages uh, Cartman. And then he says, or he wishes that she was dead. And they walk off, and then obviously a zombie approaches. Chef is now at the doctor clinic, and he says, this isn't pink eyes, the living dead. Is this the clinic? No, it was this the the, the, um, the mayor's office. Oh, no, this is the doctor clinic first. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, no, topical you know, cream. Yes, the topical cream, of course. And then he rips the arm off of Mr. Torres to prove that That's they're right. not real. He's <laughs> <laughs> just there for a checkup. Yeah, and the guy dies there. Tells him that the morticians were the first ones, so Chef has an idea, so he's off. The zombies burst in, and they eat and kill the doctor. Mm-hmm. The kids are now trick-or-treating, and Kenny's other arm falls off. And he bites the old lady. You owe me a sweetie pie, sweetie pie, you <laughs> asshole. That's right. <laughs> uh, Chef then walks into the mayor's office. This is where we get Officer Barb Brady and the mayor. They've got their pile of money and no pants on. It's on. Which has nothing to do with the Japanese mafia. Nothing at all. They hang shit on Tina Yothers here, like you were saying earlier, because they, they compare her to the living dead. I'm thinking, what, what's why? What's this poor woman done? Yeah. Did they, was was it was she a thing at the time that you just hung shit on? Or? No, not at all. I don't think it was like you well, know, family ties is over and her career's pretty much going nowhere. So, no. but she's still sort of well known enough that um, you know you can take the piss. Okay. Mm, it's, it's a bit mean, but. Sometimes mean is funny. I like to think that they spoke to the people like this before they just called them out on South Park. <laughs> you would hope so. <laughs> You'd hope so, yeah. But they can make fun of his costume because um, he's evil can evil, jump over the zombies with his rocket cycle. <laughs> and um, I, what, So this scene here reminded me very much of Don't Look Up when they first go to the, the president's office and Jonah Hill oh, yeah. is just like making fun of them. Yeah. It's just, it was very much that. They So Chef leaves and they say they're going to get back to it. We're now back trick-or-treating and this... I thought they were going to, as soon as I saw this guy, I'm like, okay, they're going to play up that this guy's a uh, pedophile. Is that what you got? Is that the vibes you got? This big fat guy wearing a shirt is a little bit too tight for him. <laughs> I, I bet you kids are going to like some chocolate butter cream puffies. <laughs> I must confess, that was, not an issue, that was not where my mind went, but it's where it's gone now. So. Yeah, I, I thought he's exactly, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to be a pedophile. That's why I thought, because, because it's South Park, but no, Kenny just eats his scalp. God damn it, Kenny, you keep eating people. <laughs> so they um they say they don't want to trick or treat with him anymore. They leave him behind and they go to the next house and it is KKK's members. And um, yeah, the, the, this sort of went nowhere except they, were, they called them cheap. Yeah. I mean, I suppose they sort of had to- Hang shit on them? Th- yeah, throw a little bit of- um, We do not endorse this behavior. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this is the carnage in the background. They then arrive at Chef's house and he's about to shoot them. And he realizes it's them, so he, you know, he gets him inside, but he tells the cartman to remind him to kick his ass next time he sees him because he's just as <laughs> the KKK. He then explains to the kids that you know everyone is a zombie, and the kids aren't concerned that there's zombies; they're more concerned that if there's if everyone's a zombie, there'll be no one left to give them candy. That's the that's the kids. So South Park is sort of as Parker has explained, 
It's like everyone in South Park is crazy. The kids are the only ones who can sort of see the world for how it truly is. And <laughs> Chef's the only one that seems to believe the kids. So South Park is kind of a show seen through the kids' eyes. Very much so, yeah. I mean, and yeah, I've got that sort of very narrow frame of reference that kids have. It's like, the world's ending, but oh, yeah, that's that sucks, I guess. But no candy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's all about. <laughs> so they- um. They say they have to go, go go to the morgue to find out more. So they oh, then we get Kyle farting again. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm probably <laughs> done with these now. <laughs> let's let's move on. But the the kids are the scared as they're walking in. Remember the candy, focus on, on the candy. The candy. <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle finds the magazine that has Cartman's mom on the front. The Crackle magazine. Chef takes it for a little bit later, <laughs> and then discover the Worcestershire sauce, but- which is not to be used. As an embalming fluid, I've just got to backtrack to crack or max yeah. for a sec, just because the uh, you've got the writing on the cover. Back do ho, five on one action, no. five on one action. Wow, wait, five, I know. Goodness gracious me! But the uh, this um, is <laughs> The zombies arrive. Uh, oh, it's that British kid, and um, oh yeah, I did like the um the throwback to thriller in the sense that you know when you first see Michael Jackson as the zombie and the, ah, mm. ah, ah, you don't get the laugh, but it's just that they cut to chef. And he's a zombie. And yeah. then it's the do 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 So fucking wacky and out there. I just appreciated it. <laughs> I did love the tribute to MJ at the end. Where at the end? <laughs> oh, fuck. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, it was so good. We then get to the payphone and they're going to call the hotline. So Stan and Cartman says they're going to cover, cover for Kyle while he makes the call. I like when he's just going through the options. Welcome to the Worcestershire Sauce customer service hotline. For Worcestershire Sauce recipes, please press 1 followed by the pound sign. For Worcestershire Sauce product placement, please press 2. If Worcestershire Sauce has been used as embalming, please press... There's something about the British accent. <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny. <laughs> I don't want to live with someone who's British, but she sort of lost her British accent to an extent, Nicola. Aww. But just the, the very the very proper, if you like to. Yeah, I, just, I just appreciate all the different things. And kids are, the kids are using the chainsaws on the zombies. They're having a great time. The chef zombie... He's still back at the um. Is it at the morgue? Yeah, it was at the morgue, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, he's reading the magazine. Kyle explains that you know, there's zombies everywhere. Please hold. The zombie Wendy arrives, but Stan just can't kill her. This kind of reminded me. I know what it reminded me of came later, but it reminded me of Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Oh yeah. With the uh, with the mother scene. Mm. A bit like um, a bit like the Evil Dead as well, because yeah, um, yep. yeah, Bruce Campbell has to. Has to kill his girlfriend, who's been uh, evil deadified, and uh, like, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it. And then she, of course, turns into a deadite and like bites his hand and all manner of stuff. So yeah, I think it's a bit of a tradition of um, it's one of those tropes for zombie films of undead it? movies. Like, oh, I love you, but I must kill you. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's definitely a trope, but um, I appreciate they, they slotted it in here. If you're going to do a zombie <laughs> episode, you've got to have that kind of thing in there. You, you know, do at least once. And Cartman's trying to egg him on to do it. But thankfully, before he does, Kyle gets told on the phone, do not start decapitating zombies left and right. <laughs> <laughs> she explains you've got to kill the original zombie. And Kyle thinks, well, who's, how am I going to work that out? And then realizes it's Kenny. So he takes the chainsaw off of, off of our stand and cuts Kenny in half. Says the you bastard joke to himself. Yep. Then Cartman says, oh, cool. Let's go. Everyone's normal again. Let's go trick-or-treating. Stan and Wendy make up, and she actually offers to kiss him this time, and he throws up once again, barfs on her face. Uh, the bit that came afterwards where she was just like, barf is so gross. Yeah. I was like, just didn't, I didn't think it needed that. It didn't really. I mean, but she yeah. was surrounded by a whole bunch of decapitated people and all that, So, but she's more grossed out by barf, which I think I, I could be surrounded by a bunch of, you know, decapitated and dismembered corpses, and still if someone threw up on my face, I'd be like, yeah, that's worse. I think my opinion on this changed once my child shit re- to like touch my hand. Like once I was like once I changed a nappy and there was shit on my hand, I was like, ah, oh, it's all let's just 
it's all game on now. Yep. <laughs> like, if, it's just like that, that sort of stuff bothered me, but now I'm just like, ah, it's just shit. It's just, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just vomit. <laughs> Parents' perspective is completely different. So she leaves. We're now at Kenny's grave. Um, is where we get the um the carry reference. So Cartman, how great was his breaking down? He's crying. <laughs> <laughs> his ugly crying was the fucking best. It was so great. Let, let us remember the good time. Kenny would have wanted. <laughs> Stan says, you know, we learned something today, and we, we're still getting those moments where we we, we learned something. We got a positive message here, but no, he's wrong. He tries to say, "That's Christmas, dude. What's this about?" <laughs> Costumes and candy. candy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's go to Cartman's house and eat the candy. And we can see more pictures of his mum in Crackle Magazine. And um, I think Cartman tried to say it was from when she was a kid. No, it was That's right. last month. You needed the money. Then come and we get the carry ending. So uh, we focus on the grave and Kenny's hand comes through. He bursts out. And he says, Kerr! Which is a, a, very much a, a Timmy thing, wasn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then the, the grave next to him falls on top and a plane crashes. Then a plane crashes sure that he's and um and that's the end of Pink Eye. So yeah, as I said, Parker and I really weren't happy with the res- the end result of this. I thought it was really, I thought it was great. I thought it was a lot of fun. I've actually written here in my notes. This will make my regular Halloween viewing oh, schedule. <laughs> yeah. For mine, it spun its wheels a little bit in certain mm-hmm. parts, but uh, look, still very, very enjoyable. Hello, sir. Postman Butters with a special delivery for you. All right, Mr. Davis, it's now time for some South Park mailbag. Ooh. So, if you've got a question for us, guys, it is southparkmailbag at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from each and every one of you. So, this question here came from Nelly. And Nelly Whoa, said- Nelly. <laughs> which character from South Park do you think could have stayed a zombie and become a regular character as in zombie form? Hmm. Who do we think could have remained a zombie? I don't think one of the- Maybe one of the kids? Or do you, do you think it's got to be an adult to have more- I, I think they, they do more with the kids, though. I don't know. They um, do. I mean, my first- ma- Maybe maybe Ned? Oh, yeah. But my first thought goes to Pip, but then you wouldn't have the Pip story later on. Yeah. The Pip episode. True. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a really good question, Nelly, and a tough one to answer. Um, yeah, you can't really have one of the main four. You can't have Wendy. Can't be Chef. Can't be Mr. Garrison. No. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's maybe one- the principal? Yeah, the principal's always, or maybe Officer Barbara. I, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's it's sort of every character has its pros and cons, doesn't it? Yeah, you think of it. It's, it's hard to sort of pinpoint one character in particular that could remain a zombie and still be funny every single time because the, the the gag kind of would get old very fast, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, it's a character you'd probably only drag out, you know, once a year, probably for the hell, you know, if you have another Halloween episode, that's when they come out. We also had a few uh, questions come in here, or the more just messages from people saying, when are we going to review the South Park movie? So, here's, <laughs> here's the thing, guys. What Guy and I are going to do is we're going to be doing a Patreon-exclusive review of South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. So, if you want to yeah. get access to that, you've only got to be a $1 patron. So, if you are a patron, no matter what tier you are on, you will get access to our Bigger, Longer, and Uncut uh, review, which will be coming up in February. So you got some time to prepare yourself, put some put some pennies away, and coming up in February, we're going to be putting up our review. Should we do a commentary or a review? Just a review, maybe. I think a review. We'll do a review of South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Gives us a chance to uh, to really go in depth and di- dissect the film and go through all the facts about the film and everything we love about it and just what what our memories are of it and everything. So South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut, coming to the Four Finger Discount Patreon page in February. So Whoa. look out for that. Also, if you want to get early access to this show. 
you can also be a Four Finger Discount patron. So on the Four Finger Discount network here, we have the South Park show. Going down to South Park, we have Talking Seinfeld. We have Four Finger Discount, the Simpsons podcast, and the one about friends. There are four main shows, and you get early access to all four shows, plus a bunch of monthly exclusives. You get access to Zoom calls with Guy and myself. You get access to prize draws and much, much more just for being a Four Finger Discount patron. That's patreon.com slash discount. You can find the link to that in the description of this podcast. And um, we do appreciate everyone who continues to support the show and help us grow. And hopefully this can become our regular occupation. Isn't that right, Mr. Davis? <laughs> that would be just marvellous. So It yes. would be fantastic, yes. We'd like to make that happen, and I'm sure that you'd like to help make it happen. Yeah. Everyone listening out there, so you know what to do. <laughs> exactly right. So next episode of Going Down to South Park, we're going to be reviewing the episode Starvin' Marvin. Ooh. I remember loving this one. Uh, so in England, it is a thing to say, I'm Hank Marvin. Which means that I'm starving. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, well, I don't know whether it's a thing all over England, but I know Nicola and her family is always, I'm Hank Marvin, which means I'm. <laughs> and I, and I was like, I'm always to Nicola, is that a joke on starving, Marvin? She's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, okay. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. So in England, they say Hank Marvin, which means starving. God, <laughs> Nicola's family out of a Guy Ritchie movie or something. <laughs> but starving, Marvin. Marvin. Starve and Marvin is the next episode of Going Down to South Park. Thank you to everyone who's continued to listen to the show and everyone who is going to become a four-finger discount patron and get some sweet, sweet early access and a bunch of mm. exclusives, including, as I mentioned just before, the review of South Park Bigger, Longer and Uncut. All right, Mr. Davis, that has been Pink Eye. Pink Eye. Pink Eye. review of the episode, the first Halloween episode of South Park. It's been a hell of a lot of fun, but for now, any final words for those amazing listeners out there? Focus on the podcast.